This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast that wants to remind you if you got hotter during quarantine, you don't get a stimulus check. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me is my lovely co-host this week, Missy Martinez. Missy, how are you doing today? I am good. I am very dark. The sun decided to set, and I was not prepared for that today. <laughs> you look way more tan. Thank you. I am very brown. <laughs> I wasn't going to hold up like a chart of Pantone colors to compare what level brown you are. I get my uh, foundation swatches by going to Home Depot into like the beige section of the paint, the paint area. That's what I do. I'm like, I'm feeling sand taupe today. Oh, me too. But I'm ceiling flat white. Flat white. Oh, I, I would think you're more eggshell. You would think, but I get my uh, paint to match the breasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fire engine red. <laughs> when they're sunburned. Um, so we also have another comic joining us this uh, week. We have Harrison Tweed. Hey, guys. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, Yay! I don't happen to meet all my comics via Zoom shows, yeah. but here we are. I know. Thank you. That was a you caught a good one. That was a fun show. Not to say uh, that Zoom shows aren't good, but uh, they can be very bad, too. So I'm glad you caught a, a good one. Yeah. Because it's it's more off-putting that you're doing comedy for people that aren't wearing shirts and just that they're like smoking cigarettes in their house. It's just a way different energy than you're used to. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's very Alabama bar energy. Yes, yes, which by the way, <laughs> I'll be in Arkansas uh, later in the month doing stand-up. <laughs> so I'm excited to get COVID for sure. But thank you for having me. Yeah, so definitely everyone go out to his show, bring your stepsister, uh, bring your cousin. So, or I was going to say, and your girlfriend, but they all double. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not just in porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are reviewing Karate Kid porn today. And okay, so yeah. I have to admit something. I never watched Karate Kid until now. What kind of white person are you? <laughs> yeah, that's one of a our real good. white one. <laughs> a real white one. I'm trying to convince my Italian comedy friends that it is an Italian classic. I'm like, it's Goodfellas, it's The Godfather, and Karate Kid. Those are the Italian classics. But I don't think they're accepting it. It has Machio in it. Yes, yeah, Machio. Yeah, yeah. Which his name sounds more like an exclamation than an actual name. Yeah, but, it's more butch of a name than he deserves. Yes, true, true. He's like a 12-year-old. He still looks 12. <laughs> yeah, he's aged really well. God has been kind to him. Or I know. Satan, either one. So I have to say that I didn't expect that, you know, nowadays the series everyone's watching, Cobra Kai, Mm -hmm. had all the same actors. No wonder that's so impressive. Jesus. Yeah. I think the most impressive part is none of them are dead. I know. (laughs) Yeah, they're 80s children actors. That's the (laughs) ultimate overdose crew. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think those kids were considered like part of the Brat Pack. I think those were. I don't think, but I could be. I could be wrong, though. They weren't sexy enough, I don't think. They weren't. I wouldn't diddle any of them. (laughs) Yeah, they're no Corys. They're no Corys. Any of them. (laughs) So what's funny is, although I haven't watched Cobra Kai yet, and I just watched The Karate Kid, which I have feelings about, and I'll talk about those in a sec, I actually, (laughs) funny enough, know the guy who directs Cobra Kai. Oh, that's awesome. Really? I know him, but we're not like BFF. So I want to be very clear that me and Hayden Schlossberg don't like have matching friendship bracelets. That's not a thing. (laughs) 
Is this trying to say it's a Tinder date? Is that what you're trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my boyfriend was there. So yeah, it was probably a Tinder date. Oh, Um, there you go. It's a total Tinder date. (laughs) So what ended up happening was a few years ago, it was the first time I was ever in LA. My friends actually, they were doing some prospecting to potential donors for their nonprofit. And we rented this massive house we shared. It was fantastic. But two things happened that I didn't expect on that one day, which was, first off, so the dinner that he came to, I decided, oh, let me do a group dinner for everyone. It'll be awesome. And then, yeah, you can invite those potential donors, one of which was Hayden. I bought all my groceries before showing up to the Airbnb, and I hadn't rented many Airbnbs, but you guys know that sometimes they lack in the kitchen department, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So guess how much I lacked when it came to cooking utensils? A hot plate? (laughs) By the way, you sold it. (laughs) So uh, I had a kitchen, but uh, at most when it came to utensils, I'm not even shitting you when I say this. I had a hunting knife. (laughs) Actually, that's it. I I had a hunting knife. Oh, my God. Were you at Ted Nugent's ranch? (laughs) For real. It's very nice. A lot more deer heads than you'd expect. And deer butts. But, <laughs> Those are for the fucking. Yeah, so I ended up not having anything. So I ended up making pans out of like aluminum foil to bake like salmon and asparagus and a bunch of other shit. And it worked out. So Hayden, the guy who's making Cobra Kai, uh, comes in later. And Yvette, one of our former co-hosts. So this is like one of the first times I'm hanging out with her. So she's really into pot and brings some desserts. I didn't realize they were those types of desserts, uh, nor did Hayden, and he had way too much. (laughs) This is the same guy who made Harold and Kumar films and was baked off his ass after, like, one or two of those fucking brownies. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. That's sneaky. Edibles can go like that. What a cruel thing to do to desserts. I know. (laughs) I know. What a betrayal. (laughs) I feel like I've only started getting into edibles. Like this past December when I was in Colorado at my boyfriend's parents' place, I had like my first edible, so kind of proud of that. It only took me like 30 years to have that. (laughs) Some of you are way more ahead than I am. I like gummies because they're like kind of, you can just eat half. Yeah. Just get a nice little high, go for a walk on like or a hike or something. That's where it's at. The thing that happens to me with gummies, I forget how to pee. With gummies, (laughs) I forget how to pee. I I feel like a warm pressure, but I'm like, what is that? I can't feel my legs. And one of my friends said, you should try to go pee. And I did. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. But I just lose all bodily functions at that point. So I'm fun at parties. (laughs) Just peeing everywhere. Just peeing everywhere. (laughs) Who needs entertainment when you have Missy? (laughs) Right? (laughs) I've gotten drunk and pissed in a suitcase in my closet before because I thought it was the toilet. Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> I've never gotten that drunk before, and I've gotten very drunk. <laughs> well, I'm like, you give me points for like, because oh, it was in the closet. So I opened the door thinking it was the bathroom, and I sat down on top of a suitcase thinking it was the toilet. So I get points for effort. I was still trying to be very couth at that point. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still a lady. And I bet you put the seat down afterwards. Everything. And just, <laughs> everything. And there we go. <laughs> you even locked the luggage? I locked the luggage. And I'm like, and in the morning I woke up and I'm like, no, there's no way I did this. And then I, and then I went to travel. I was feature dancing at the time and I unzipped the suitcase and then slosh. And I'm like, oh God. I'm, not, I'm like, you know, fuck TSA. Yeah. <laughs> Worst thing that's ever happened to me through TSA is I was going through 
gosh, I was going through a TSA. It was like 8 a.m. in the morning. I remember I was going to Vegas. I feel like it was for a porn thing. It was absolutely for something like the AVNs. Yeah. And I had so many toys. It was ridiculous. But I like to pack light to the point where I don't like checking bags in. That's just how I am. And this woman basically was yelling at everyone to take anything out that had a battery. So it's like, all right, laptops out. And I have like my TSA pre. So it's like, all right, lady, how much shit can I take out? <laughs> so she takes my bag to the side and starts taking out literally all of my electronic pleasure toys. So she literally whips out a Hitachi oh, no. at 8 a.m. in the morning. She's waving it around as if she's like an Italian grandmother or <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> like, Who's this? This is this not an electronic? I'm like, uh, like, how do you answer that? It's like not in a traditional sense. <laughs> my body, my choice. <laughs> I could see if it was a man doing that. That that would be like, just like, what is this thing? My wife never comes. But like, <laughs> but with a woman, you think the woman would just see it and like wink and then like put everything like back down, just yeah. kind of like, I got you, sister. I, I'm really surprised a woman did that. Which airport? Oh, gosh. I think I was flying out of, like, maybe Newark. So, you know what? This actually works really well with the storyline <laughs> of where Danny's from. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Daniel. Oh, I want to go back to New Jersey. But you want to go back to Newark? Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. That's that's really shots fired at L.A. That, like, people would, would prefer Newark than L.A. I mean, that's a... That's a big time. <laughs> Where did you grow up, Missy? Did you grow up in L.A. or are you? Born and raised in L.A. I'm a SoCal girl. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of the rare ones. My best friend just moved there and he he loves it. He already has a pinky ring. Oh, he's he's nice. pressing. <laughs> yeah. He's Does he have a coke nail yet? That's that's the real test. No, he did. I could see it developing though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be terrible with coke nail because I just bite my nails all the time. I wouldn't have no way to do bumps. <laughs> stripper butts. <laughs> yes, there we go. Yeah. And I always have a stripper on my hand, so I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a question. As a, I don't want to say a budding Coke enthusiast, Coke is like the one drug I will refuse to ever give myself because I love Adderall and I know I would love Coke too much, which is why I've never taken yeah. it. What is a nail for? Is it just easier as a dispensing method? I've always had questions. I'm sorry. And I've been too afraid to ask and I feel like it's been too late. As a responsible Coke enthusiast myself, the Coke <laughs> nail is for easy dipping into uh, usually a bag is what you get a gram in. And you put the Coke nail in in case you don't have a tool such as a little spoon or a pen cap. So the nail mm -hmm. goes in and then it's for discreet little toots in a bathroom at a dirty bar. That is well said. Thank you. Can it also work you know, like they have an infomercial for the Coke nail, like as a Molly nail too. Do you think it would work the same way? Because Molly is usually in powder form, or you open a cap and then you and then you dip. Oh, see, I'm unfamiliar with the Molly world. I yeah. went straight for disposable income, Coke just Coke world, just really hard. I went, <laughs> I went straight for that. We're like Wolf of Wall Street's like we can't party with this girl. I went straight for that one. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I Molly scares me. Any MDMA, any <gasps> shrooms, oh, anything like that scares me. I don't know how I would deal with it. I understand. I used to be terrified of Molly, and then I tried it, and I was like, "This is what God's dick tastes like. This is <laughs> this is the best fucking drug in the world." Because, okay, first I just love dishing out compliments, but it's hard okay. to like 
you know the gay <laughs> gay is hell yeah uh, <laughs> did you say yay or gay I said I yay. I said yay. both acceptable on the show both gay, acceptable <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god toxic masculinity <laughs> um i think molly might be the best drug to like i feel like i can articulate why someone's great really well on oh. it and i feel like people do that in general like molly's just a really fun like like it's called the love drug and people like you know people fuck on it i've never fucked on it but um grinding feels like sex when you're on molly so that <laughs> is good so you don't really need to fuck. but uh i i highly recommend you do it it's so much fun just take it and go to an ikea <laughs> yes yes oh man that makes the swedish meatball so much better <laughs> yeah you know what i've never eaten on molly i've i'm sure it would blow my fucking mind i've had a frappuccino on shrooms and that blew my mind <laughs> i was like why does it look like this but, uh, this sounds like a vape flavor frappuccino on shrooms <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> frappuccino on shrooms yeah that's great. They are always taking it one step further. I remember when they introduced cereal flavors to vaping, mm. so why not? I haven't really vaped much. I'm more of a, I'm just the classic cigarette dying the original oh, way. you mean acoustic vaping? <laughs> yes. Jesus, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I hope you've said that on stage. That's really funny. I have not, and if you say it, I will fight you. I am bigger. I will fight you. No, you please please say that on stage because <laughs> that is a, that is a gem. <laughs> All right, so back to the Karate Kid, I guess. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, the Cobra Kai could use some fucking Molly. I'll tell you what, they're much more of a coke crew. I feel like <laughs> they're so aggressive and they're like, come on. But uh, yeah, Miyagi's definitely doing shrooms. <laughs> I finally will have to watch all of Cobra Kai and then text Hayden. Hey. This is what your cast needs. Just tell them us. Just uh, everyone in this meeting. Yeah. We should all be in the Cobra Kai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're fucking teachers or something at this point, but, you know. Okay, so full transparency. When it comes to the original Karate Kid, I mean, then again, it was made in like 84 or 82 or whatever, but... I felt like it moved so slow. Yeah. It was two hours, and it really could be boiled down to everybody remembers, like, the four main scenes, and that's it. It's two hours? I didn't know that. Yeah. I saw it recently. I didn't realize it was two hours. That's long as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Magnolia Karate Kid. It's not even like he's <laughs> waxing wax off for, like, an hour and a half. It's He is painting that fence forever. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure, too. But I like that slow build. Honestly, that's what... I don't like the... Uh, have you seen the second and third ones? Because no. those are truly unwatched. The one with Hillary Swank? That's... The third, I think. That's either three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like a big Rotten Tomatoes guy, but like the first one, 89%. That's very good. That's like a solid score. Second one, 54%. Okay, this is a popcorn movie. It's not very good. Third one, like a 12%. And then the fourth one has a 7%. So it's like they catch up to the porn parody in terms of content. It's pretty bad. What about the one with Jaden Smith? Oh, Shit. you know what? I've never seen the Rotten Tomatoes score or the movie, but uh, yeah. yeah, I fucking love Jackie. I'd rather watch a video of my own murder than watch that. <laughs> the Jaden one. Yeah, I'd probably watch a video of my own murder. That kid, I don't know if it's his dad's fault, but like he just set himself up for no one to be rooting for him. Like he just. I think so. <laughs> it wasn't when he wore the dress because the dress is, that's cool. Gender bending is fun. But 
I feel like at the time, everyone just thought he was a douchebag for doing it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... There was no commentary. Yeah, it wasn't like he was this, like, sexual fluidity, gender fluidity icon at that point. It just felt like a rich kid wearing a dress. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. Your dad books all your roles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's Jada or Will's fault. All, the only story I have about Will is I know a sex worker that years ago supposedly may or may not have had the crap beaten out of them and sent to the hospital because of Will Smith. So that's a thing that an NDA was signed. That's fun. Oh my God, that's insane. Yeah. See, I believe that, but if it's Jada that beat the shit out of her. I don't think Will Smith has a has a punch at all. <laughs> I think it's Jada. Well, I think since it's a woman, it's, it's Jada and not Will because I, I don't buy that Will is straight. But um, it was a male uh, sex worker, by the way. Oh, okay. Then, yes, it was Will. It was Will. Well, no, Jada tears that dick up, but I don't think she'd beat the shit out of anyone. Just beat the shit out of Will's feelings, I guess. (laughs) On whatever the red table talk. You ever see Gemini Man? You ever see Gemini Man? (laughs) That's so funny. You know what? I just saw Jada in a really good movie that I forgot about. I I hadn't seen Collateral in forever with Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. That movie's a, that's a dope murder in LA. I love movies based out of LA. I feel like New York gets too much credit. Well, all of our shit's shot in like Canada anyway, so don't worry about it. We don't deserve <laughs> yeah, any of it. Well, something that's like a lie is a lot of stuff is shot down here. Like I'll be walking down to the CBS on the corner. I live on a main street in downtown LA and they'll be like right in front of a CVS. They have a fake subway terminal that they built up. And then they have like a, a one of the apartment buildings and they put like the, the Ivy and a doorman out in front of it. And I'm like, this is a lie. This is a lie. <laughs> like, it's just, I feel betrayed. <laughs> That's so funny. So this porn parody, I had, where do we start? Yes. Harrison. Okay, so for someone who's never seen the original Karate Kid, how would you describe it to them? It is a coming-of-age movie based in the 80s about a displaced youth that is trying to learn how to stand up for himself against bullies and gets taught Eastern philosophy as to combat those bullies and it's a first love story i would say oh it's like a thesis yeah (laughs) yeah wait is elizabeth shoe she has to be older than 18 in that movie right the the girl the the woman he's, the one who he's, plays Ally I have no idea she's in like leaving Las Vegas yeah. and like cocktail and shit she is such a fucking bombshell it's like weird because I know what she I was like uh, is this that I still think you're attractive in this movie because like I swear the actress is like twenty but uh, <laughs> but I was like feeling uncomfortable with it but that's what I would that's what how I would describe Karate Kid. Also, the teenagers actually are played by what looks like teenagers and not 20 or 30-somethings. They are? It looks like it. Oh, great. No. All right. I don't know. I got the Dalia situation on my hands. Um. (laughs) Well, and also, teenagers in the 80s look way different than, like, teenagers now that play it. That's a good point. Yeah, that's fair. Teenagers were grown-ass men back then. 
Teenagers are grown-ass men nowadays. I'm sorry. But okay, that's also fair because Grace was, like, some of the friends of Danny were, like, 40 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. They were so old. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) It was hard living back then. It was harsh. Yeah. Their rival has, like, acne scars that have been on his face for, like, 20 years. It's like, dude, you went through puberty 20 years ago. Very James Edward (laughs) almost of them. Like, (laughs) your face is a map of the world. Oh, gosh. So we're reviewing the Karate Kid porn. So this was an hour and 22 minutes. It was long. (laughs) It was so long. No, 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 no. Okay, Missy, you have not been around for the four-hour porn. (laughs) I've been in four-hour porn. I've done a a sex scene that lasted two hours. And I'm like, I'm over this. Uh, for my kink stuff, my kink scenes, that those the shoots are about nine hours long, and about half of that is sex. So um, I shot a two-hour sex scene, being hogtied and all that shit. Oh, shit. Like, put an apple in my mouth and roasted me. <laughs> it's like a, a luau. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds That's delicious. Bad. Yeah. Great. Now I want ham. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing about the movie I thought was abrasive is, like, it, they jumped into sex immediately. They didn't pitch your hair or anything. They jumped right in to just dick. Yeah. Okay, they set the scene by Johnny and his mom. They've moved out to L.A. And I do like the porn transition where they had, as opposed to she's moving, you know, in the traditional movie to for a computer job, she's moving for the porn industry, which... Mm-hmm. Very profitable at the time in the 80s mm-hmm. or 90s or whenever the fuck this is shot. Clearly, she's doing way better than whatever the sh- fuck she was doing in Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so props to her. One of the things that I don't understand for the get-go is why do they make Danny so dumb? <laughs> yeah, they make him so stupid, yeah. That's uh, one of the fortes of Tommy Pistol, the actor. He does really, really well. He's, he's not a dumb guy either, surprisingly, no. for a male porn star. He's not dumb We all. love him on the show. <laughs> but, but like, he's really good at playing, like, what? Huh? Like, so I think that's very on brand. It might be in his writer, actually, that he has to play just like a buffoon. <laughs> they made him like karate, ch- try karate chopping the door handle in the beginning. And I yeah. thought to myself, yeah. that's a little much. Is it, Are they trying to go for Danny or dumbing Danny down? But then they really did like dumb down Danny throughout the entire film, which I kind of was okay with. Yeah, they made a commitment. Yeah, there was a continuity. Yeah. I just couldn't get over how big the Miyagi character's balls were. Oh. I, I just, so Evan like, Stone. <laughs> Evan Stone has big balls. That's a thing. And like a stretchy sack. I was like, Jesus Christ, sir. So first off, I was, okay, I was so happy they made Mr. Miyagi played by Evan Stone. Also, if you were troubled by um, The Walking Dead where they stretched some, they taped someone's eyes to pretend to be Asian, you're not going to feel comfortable watching this porn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. If your political correctness gets in the way of you jacking it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Asian porn stars were like, no, you can have this one. We don't want it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't even like the original. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah. This isn't making fun of any race. This is literally all the Asian porn stars. All two of them said no. Um, yeah. Pass. <laughs> Who are the Asian porn stars? Uh, there's Kenny Styles, who's a good performer. He performs a lot for Brazzers. He's Thai. He's mm. Thai. And then there's no other male Asian ones that are like people know about. But there are there are several Asian female performers like Marika Hayes, mm-hmm. Hase, Ember then, Snow, Ember Snow, Asa Akira. 
but it's not a large realm of like largely known ones that have really transcended to like mainstream or common household names. That's so surprising to me. Right? It seems like porn is one of those things where it's like, it just would not be a constraint because everyone fetishizes everyone. So, yeah. Yeah. Porn loves categories. Like if and the performers that have a hard time making it are ones that can't be put into a box. Like, what are mm-hmm. you? But if you, the more boxes you can tick off, the better you do. Because it's all about an algorithm for search engines. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Like before you started this podcast, you you know you could have been Latina, and now you're. Oh, what is it, Rachel Dizel? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dozal. You're more, yeah, <laughs> Rachel Dozal. Yeah, right. Dozal, yeah. I've always called myself like a racial chameleon. I'm like, I can be whatever ethnicity you want. I got a lot of white rules because even though I'm Mexican and Native American, I am the whitest human being you will ever meet. I love mayonnaise. And frankly, a lot of white girls put on makeup to be super heavy. So it's like, like the Ariana Grande yet. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, though, I have to agree with Cobra Kai on one thing, which is I can kind of see why Johnny is the real karate kid. I could see why he's not totally in the wrong. Oh, yeah. There's a great, you should look it up after, and your your listeners should listen to it after this episode. There's a really funny thing on YouTube where it's like a guy breaking down why Daniel is the bully. Like, he was like, let's see all the, and then they, like, go through it. And I was like, oh, yeah, in another context, he is the bully. And I think that's part of the reason Cobra Kai was made. It was kind of this fan fiction, like, alternate universe where, like, Daniel's actually not such a great guy. <laughs> yeah, in the original film, you have Daniel where he's uh, picking a fight with Johnny. Mm-hmm. I would assume it's around summer or the start of school. And then literally months go by, and then Daniel unprovoked by Johnny, attacks him while he's, like, trying to smoke, roll a blunt in the bathroom. Or it's like, (laughs) all right, that's kind of a dick move, you know? Like, don't get me wrong. Johnny totally overreacts multiple times throughout this film uh, in the original Karate Kid. But it's not completely unwarranted. No, and I think it's pretty clear that he was in some sort of abusive household where probably the father figure in his house was like only using strength to like discipline him. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's probably learned behavior. You're right. He's overreacting. He's not being sensible. I put that at the fault of the parents. I don't blame Johnny for that. (laughs) (laughs) Like Eminem said, where were the parents at? (laughs) Well, in the porn, it's shooting porn. Yeah. In the Yeah. (laughs) In this first scene. Yeah. (laughs) I have to say, though, uh, Evan Stone's costume was, I mean, exactly what you would picture if you were to create, I guess, any white person into Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. But I have to say it was kind of brilliant because for a second I didn't realize it was Evan Stone. (laughs) See, I saw saw that. I'm like, who is Alex Evan Stone? I'm like, who would do this? Who would do this? And I looked at the time it was shot, 2012. That was Evan Stone's heyday. So I'm like, Evan would do that shit. He likes doing that kind of stuff. And also the ball sack, dead giveaway. Okay, let's talk about the ball sack move because I don't think that's allowed in karate. Look, I know there's a lot of things that are contentious. Like, for example, we could debate all day whether or not Danny's kick to the face was legal or illegal in the original Karate Kid. I personally think it was legal. I agree. 
Oh, great. I think Johnny's just being a bitch about it. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, the ref didn't say that you can't, like, stretch your ball sack over your opponent's face, and therefore it's allowed. Show me the rule. Show me the rule right now. There's low blows, but there's no rule against using your low to blow Mm. someone else. Mm. There we go. You know? (laughs) Places where striking is forbidden. Groin, knees, throat, and eyes. You know, uh, yeah. if anyone's disqualified from hitting someone in the face, it's because they struck them in the eyes. Doesn't mean you can't suffocate your opponent with your ball sack. Yeah. Exactly. So my grandma said. I don't know if that would be a situation where you get points, though, if you suffocate, because that's not a hit. You're just maybe killing them. Yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to kill your opponent <laughs> with your balls. Oh, no, unless it's the kumite. The kumite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, what's a kumite? Oh, it's from Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme, the kumite. It's you go to an island and you fight to the death. Clearly, I haven't watched enough Jean-Claude Van Damme. You have not. No one has. I've never seen any. But we all know what the kumite is. They just loved, in like the 70s and the 80s, just loved huge jack dudes that fist fought and couldn't really speak English very well. We loved it. We couldn't get enough. Yeah, I know. Because like, I mean, Sylvester Stallone's like from Philadelphia and even he couldn't speak English. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is he? Yeah, I think he's from Philly, right? Well, I assume that because he made Rocky and he fucking loves that play. He's probably from Jersey. Yeah, but like when you can understand Schwarzenegger more than you can understand Stallone, you know, our public school system has failed us. Yeah. Terminator is so fucking good. Yeah. By the way, oh, that, we're, I'm not going to get on that. Tangent, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm get on your soapbox. Get on your soapbox. Love that. Yeah. For talking about 80s. Yeah. I'll have to say the parody lost some points for me when he decided to pull down his pants and defecate while catching the fly. I did not care for that. Ma'am, he didn't defecate. He farted. Oh, no. I thought he said you catch more flies with shit. Therefore, he, I thought he defecated. Oh, I assume that he just farted in the air, not shit in the air. So for our audience, so our Mr. Miyagi character, in order to catch the fly, uh, decided to uh, pull down his pants, turn around. Uh, I assumed he farted in the air, not sharted. Me too. Mm. And therefore was able to catch the fly. Because you catch more flies with shit, as he said. Gosh, okay, so I took it one step. I I inferred. I also kind of was like, well, if he's farting... You don't need to pull your pants down to fart. <laughs> you can just fart regular. <laughs> yeah, but maybe if you want to concentrate the scent. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concentrate. I think one of my favorite portions was uh, the montage they had yes. of Daniel preparing for the fight where he's painting the fence, he's waxing, waxing off, he's punching chains. Punching yeah. chains. <laughs> Which is more of an homage to Karate Kid 3, honestly. But, um, yeah. Is it? He never did that. Sort of. There's just, like, some part in Karate Kid 3 where he's, uh, like, just punching a metal thing. Because <laughs> he joins Cobra Kai in that, season, in that episode. And they just make you punch metal. So yeah. <laughs> it's really stupid. Yeah. That one is worth watching because it's so bad. Okay. It's, like, so stupid. I'll do that one. I'll watch that one. Yeah. Karate Kid 3. Yeah. It's a Sharknado of Karate Kids. Totally. And you know what's also funny? I just forgot about this. He's like really fat all of a sudden. And I know that sounds impossible for Daniel LaRusso to be fat. But like, because I watched them like one, two, three, like all in like the same 24 hours. 
And he's just like all of a sudden. And it's also like timeline wise, it's supposed to be like when they get back from the trip in the second one. So it's just like he gets off the plane and he's just all of a sudden really fat. They put him in a lot of jackets and stuff, like puffy jackets to just disguise it. It's really funny. It's like a celebrity (laughs) pregnancy that they're trying to hide. Yeah, 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 totally. It's totally like when Angela got pregnant on The Office. Gosh, I did also love the second montage they had in the porn because you had not only one montage, but two montages, which yeah, is what did. I didn't... I didn't expect this. And I loved it because in the second montage, you have Daniel having his butt beaten by a stick, which is normal, being uh, hosed <laughs> down with water as he's running up a stone hill, carrying rocks on his dick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the classic. And then I loved how they tied it all together with a rooster crowing, a bunch of chickens and or roosters in the background, and uh, Mr. Miyagi turning to Daniel and saying, the cock says you're ready. <laughs> like, he understands like so. birds. Well, yeah, he's Asian. Yeah. yeah, they do. That's racist. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. And the thing that I couldn't get past is, like, I've had so much sex in that house they shot it in. Wait, what? Yeah, I've had so much sex You've in that house. You've been in the house? I've been in the house. Yeah, I've shot like seven scenes in that house, and it's weird. It's like it's like the magic castle where every room's different and is haunted. Um, and oh, it has wow. like the stones in the background that you can walk up, and it's in Latuna Canyon in LA for F the two ten. So it's like in this like wooded area and stuff, and it's just it's a hodgepodge. I've gotten lost in the house, and I'm not I'm not that stupid. And I'm like, I'm lo- someone. I had to blow a whistle, my rape whistle, where I blow it and guys come and rape me. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I got it's lost. the opposite in porn. Yeah, just to be clear. That's right. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's all. Only if you have a rape whistle. Only if you have a rape whistle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, question. Okay, about the specific house. So, uh, did they only film like the inside or the outside scenes as well in that house? Both. Yeah, especially at the beginning of uh, when he was catching the fly. That's a little weird courtyard they have, and it's never filled with water. It's a little fountain that's never been filled with water. Until then. Until then. And then uh, the dojo scene, that's in the, like, the den. And they also have, like, a little bar area in the house, and then they have a office area. And people live in this house. Like, uh, a husband and wife live in this house. Is this on Airbnb? I, it might be. <laughs> might, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there. I mean, I would assume that if you're renting out to porn sets, you're also renting out to Airbnb, but I could be wrong. Well, it's a whole thing. A lot of people, that's how they pay their bills. You get $400 an hour for renting out your house. Oh, absolutely, because it's a professional set as opposed to like Airbnb where it's like 400 bucks a day. Yeah. Missy, I've never told you about the music video that was shot in my place, have I? No. <gasps> so there's a music video, and I'm going to so link this out to the patrons. It's called Show Me What That Mouth Do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great rap video, and they're using all different aspects of the house. I'm like, oh, my God, that's my bathroom. That's my bedroom. Yay! At one point, she's like, oh, I'm I'm wet like a water Pokemon. I'm like, yeah, you are, girl. A water Pokemon. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. She's going to get the rights to name one, but she's like the genre. Uh, Squirtle. Yeah, Squirtle. Yeah. Squ- uh, yeah, Squirtle yeah. on my Jigglypuffs. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, Blast toys all over my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's something about Lick-A-Tongue in there. Lick a, t- <laughs> lick a tongue is a real thing. Yeah, lick a tongue. That's a real yeah, poke. Yeah, yeah. Is that outside of the 150? Nope. No, he's original the, 150. Yeah, he's in the OG. Lick a tongue. He's like oh, a giant man, salamander that has like 
a 10 foot long tongue and he just licks like other Pokemon. Oh, that dude. Yeah. He's that mad. Guy. Yeah. He's great pussy. Okay. Yeah. Fan favorites. Yeah. Going back to the porn for a second. There was a lot of sex scenes. There was a lot. I was like, oh, that's a solid film. Cause usually there's like two or three sex scenes. There was a lot and they were long. In a feature film, there's normally about four to five. There was probably like eight minutes of non-sex in that movie. Yeah. Like, cause you said, you said you don't have to watch the porn scenes when you, when you text me. Correct. And, um, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll skip through this. I know how this goes. And then I was like, okay, I'll skip. And I was like, oh my God, this is it's a very porn, short. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like six two minute sketches and then a bunch of porn. <laughs> Someone put porn in my movie. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. So wait, yeah. was the dojo also in that house? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's a, a den. It's because it just has those cheap slat walls. And can we talk about Ron Jeremy being in it? The greatest cameo. The least <laughs> athletic human being ever. He was so unnatural in those sweatpants. So unnatural. Yeah. And although he lives in sweatpants, specifically those, he actually brought those to set. I believe it. It was in his contract. <laughs> I can't shoot this without my sweatpants. How yeah. old is he? Oh, he's in his 60s. Yeah, it was so funny because it was like they he, he was the ref, and I wonder if they just put him in it not only because he's Ron Jeremy, of course, but uh, in the original, the referee that's officiating all the the like tournament matchups has like a big mustache, and I was like, oh, they just got the last remaining porn star with a huge mustache to do. That's this. a deep cut. That's mm-hmm. a deep cut for sure. Yeah, I like Karate Kid a lot, and there's a lot of like weird factoids, mm-hmm. and like the guy that refs it is like the choreographer for the fights for the whole movie. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and Ron Jeremy probably, you know, I mean, he choreographs all of porn history because he's so he's such an icon. <laughs> if an icon lived out of a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that really true? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. If an icon traveled with trash bags. Yeah. Jeez Louise. He's really doing that poorly. Oh, he's <laughs> been doing that poorly. <laughs> it's the thing. Was he addicted to shit? Is that what it like he lost all of it? Not to my immediate knowledge that I know of. I think he's just, mm-hmm. you know, he got like hood rich kind of thing and then just like, oh, the money's gonna keep coming forever. And he's in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, ju- so. I just remember that. He's doing better now. He has stability in his life. There we go. <laughs> he finally has three meals. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Is he Dirk Diggler? Because Dirk Diggler goes, gets home. Have you seen Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights is my one of my all-time favorite movies. I had a birthday party for my, chi- for my chinchilla. And so I, for my chinchilla. <laughs> you have a chinchilla? I, that's so kick-ass. Yeah, he's, he's uh, 13 years old. His name is Klaus. And I had through oh a birthday party for him, and everyone had to watch his favorite movie, which is Boogie Nights. And I had little hats. Oh my god! I had hats and little little bags. Little gift I fucking I I love that you have a chinchilla, and I love that his favorite movie is Boogie Nights. That's, <laughs> I was thinking because um, when Alice was like pick one of these movies, I was like, is there a parody of a movie about porn that is a porn? You know, because like Boogie Nights is the ultimate movie about porn. Yeah. Or the porn industry. And I was like, could they parody a movie that is about the subject that they're parodying it off of? Like that would be that would be pretty interesting. I did a, a scene for Brazzers where we parodied a porn scene that Brazzers does. It was myself, Xander Corvus, and August Ames. It was the last scene she shot before she passed. 
And so we're like, Aww. I'm the slutty teacher and I'm going to get these two. So it was like very um, self-aware of what it was. And it was hilarious. Uh-huh. And they never released it because it's like, they're <gasps> like, we can't, we can't release this now. But I'm like, it was so good. It would have been a good way to, to like just tongue in cheek, the industry, no pun intended. So the, oh, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And we had Xander on our show, so he's fucking hysterical. It would have been so good. Yeah. Damn it. All right, Brazzers. Uh, Who do we contact at Brazzers? At Brazzers, uh, I can give you the head guy of MindGeeks info. Well, give us the head guy and the guy that's willing to do anything for a buck, because that guy can leak it. Uh, I'll give you the the, uh, CFO. There we go. Nice. We all know the CFO is willing to do anything for a buck. I mean, there's a reason he's the chief financial officer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The only issue I had was really the scene with Allie and Tommy pistol boning. uh, So Allie and Danny. So I know that Mm. they needed to bone, but the fact that they brought Danny to the hospital. So I felt like they had to force a random hospital scene. Yeah. There was no fucking way they brought a whole hospital or a hospital bed into that house. No, there is one. What? There is one. Yeah, they have little <laughs> vignette vignette things. I give up. Right? It's a thing. It'll fuck with your mind. But I think the hardest thing to believe about that scene is that he has health insurance. <laughs> He's on his mom's in the character. Yeah, you know? probably. Uh, Obamacare. Obamacare. Um, but, Up until uh, <laughs> you're 27 years old. That's why he's still a virgin. Yeah. I also had a problem with that scene because I was like, okay, they don't go to a fucking hospital in the movie. It's just in the locker room. They just put him on like a, I forget what it is, some sort of bench. Yeah. So like they could have just made, make it a locker room. <laughs> they could have saved money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save money, you know, be more, you know. Be more to the script. Yeah. And they didn't play You're the Best Around either, which they I was did really not. They about. did not. They could have done one of those feel-alikes where you're the greatest in town. <laughs> they could have done something worse, like, yeah, yeah. next to it, one of those. Licensing. They didn't want to pay the fees. Yeah. But they're allowed to call it Cobra Kai and stuff. I, yeah. I thought that would be a licensing issue. Oh, I thought they called it Cobra Cock or something in it. Didn't they call it Cobra Cock? Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. I'm sorry. They could have done way better than Cobra Cock. I felt it was good enough for the porn having Cobra Cock. I don't know what yeah. could be better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on the nose enough. It's. I feel like it's expected considering how much porn I've watched up until this point. But I, I had a bit of an issue with they made Allie even dumber than Danny. I don't want you to die without knowing what my vagina feels like. It's like I just broke my leg. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is... This is porn. Say pussy. All right. Yeah, say not. pussy. Don't say vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because you're in a hospital. You don't have yeah. to say vagina. Yeah. No one likes the word vagina. Say axe wound before you say vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, axe wound. Solid. And can we talk about the medical procedure that was performed on him by Mr. Miyagi with the ball sack? Uh, yeah, because that's how they fix his leg in the next scene, yes. That's how they fix his leg. Mr. Miyagi applies his ball sack directly to the wound, which, you know what, to give credit where credit is due, it is an old Chinese tradition. But why didn't they call his ball sack dumplings? Like, that was a missed opportunity. I have to say, though, I agree with what you guys said earlier. I am exceptionally impressed with how far... Both Evan Stone and Tommy Pistol were able to stretch your ball sacks mm-hmm. because I yeah. didn't think that was going to be part of the film. I honestly assumed going into this that the very last scene was going to be instead of like 
a kick to the face, a kick to the nuts. I anticipated that. I did not anticipate stretching your ball sack over your opponent's face. I wasn't really going to talk about this, but I've actually experienced that from Tommy Pistol. He has stretched his ball sack over my nose and mouth. (laughs) And you can breathe into it and you can see it like puff up. Oh, that's so funny. It's pretty fucking funny. It's like uh, when you put silly putty on your knee. Yeah. Yeah, or on a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Tommy Pistol. Tommy Pistol. Can you breathe through his ball sack? Not for it's like being waterboarded with like kangaroo meat. Yeah, waterboarded with uh taffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Historically, there's a number of people who haven't considered waterboarding torture, which they should. But I feel like it's a step up where you're being waterboarded by ball sacks. And Mm -hmm. I think this is where we should have gone with, like, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world prior to them dying. It's like, hey, we should waterboard you with ball sacks just so you have a clear conscience before you uh, die. (laughs) Yeah, would it even be waterboarding? I think it would probably be the equivalent of, like, putting a plastic bag over someone's head. I mean, if it's wet. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this truth is wet. Yeah. Why is it wet? <laughs> Came out of the shower. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was from running up all those stairs. I have a question more for Missy. Um, have you ever experienced like similar to like the gaff or the gag of uh, the ball sack? Have you ever seen like a penis talk through the hole? Has that ever been used in porn? Do you know what I mean? Like opening up the hole. I know what you mean. No, I have not seen that. And if I had seen that, I wasn't cognizant of it at the time. All right. Well, if you're ever in a pitch meeting for another porn, I think that could really, that's next level shit. Put some googly eyes on that shit. (laughs) Yeah, make it sing. Yeah. Like like the little hand thing and you put it, yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm into that. You edit it. So it's like, oh, I'm going to throw up and then it comes. Uh, Yeah. A bulimic dick sketch. (laughs) <laughs> Believe me, you got to get a guy with a really skinny dick, <laughs> really long, skinny dick. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a number of puppet porns. Um, there is one more puppet porn that I haven't seen yet, so I'm crossing my fingers hoping it has a scene. Wood Rocket? The puppet inside me? Yeah, I haven't seen yeah, that Wood one Rocket, yet. Yeah. yeah, that's the <laughs> no only problem. one I haven't seen, but I've seen a lot of others. Like, I've seen ones from, like, the 70s and 80s. I was the assistant director on that movie. The puppet inside me? Yeah, I used to direct <gasps> for Wood Rocket. I directed uh, Fortnite. <laughs> that's great. I and like that, Essex Legends. What? Oh, that's. So I did funny. not know that. Yeah. The only time that I remember seeing you in a porn was um, on. Gosh, what's that cartoon? Dragon Boob Z. Dragon Boob Z, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Boob Z. Yes. I would anticipate you being the final boss. Yeah, I was, uh, who was I? I was, um... Boo. You're Majin Boo? Yeah, but I was Vagin Boo. Vagin Boo, yeah. Vagin <laughs> Boo. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I was that one. That's awesome. Great costuming, yeah. by the way. I was body paint. That's probably better than the movie. It was. <laughs> the movie there, anything's better than the movie. Yeah, I'd rather, yeah, yeah. I'd rather sit on a knife than watch the original movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, for, for that porn, was it just like... Because I remember the show being like they'd power up for like a whole episode before they fought each other. So is that just like people getting themselves hard for like 30 minutes? That would have eventually been fucking- much better. <laughs> yeah. Kamehameha! Um, they, they did have some references to that, but mine was I had sex with um, uh, Kakarot. 
So, you know, the Dragon Ball Z guy, Kakarot, but was spelled cock, which was a girl in it. And uh, I was covered in hot pink paint. And they didn't realize that that paint doesn't stick. So her face was just all pink. It was, it did not look pretty. It did not look pretty. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a number of wood rocket porns before where I've seen them really go wild with the body paint. I think my favorite one was The Simpsons where... Oh, that was nightmare fuel. What do you mean nightmare fuel? Oh, it was terrifying. Sponge boobs. No, I'm not talking about sponge boobs square nuts. I'm talking about like <laughs> with The Simpsons so, so. where like you had like the Evanstone yellow dick staying fucking yellow, like even yeah. post-sex or during it. Yeah. Like, wow. that is body paint goals, in my opinion. I don't know what it is like to come off, but for me watching it, it's great. It comes off easily, but it's... I, I think it would be funny to go to the doctor afterwards or go on a date. And you're like, this is me, baby. Jaundice and all. Yeah, jaundice, yeah. <laughs> Poor liver function and chill. So I don't have much more to say about this porn, except I have to say I appreciated Evan Stone and Tommy Pistol for their work in this as usual. Yeah, it's really uh, rare to see where the male performers overshadow the female performers. Because usually it's like, oh, yeah, it's the girl. The girl does most of the acting and stuff. But it was very male, male-y driven. And I, I, I would have recommended it to a friend, but I'd recommend it to an enemy. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess I would recommend it to anyone who has access into uh, my porn account. There you go. Yeah. Is that something we can keep, by the way? Is that like a freebie? Yes, that's a Yay! freebie. Yay! <laughs> so yes. you guys now have access to Saved by the Bell porn and whatever else I have in there. I know the last time I saw a Dream Zone porn, Jesus, like, I know this was specifically a Dream Zone production because they said it's a Dream Zone production. <laughs> and the last time was the E.T. porn parody, and that left me with nightmares. I remember the E.T. porn parody. Yeah. Wait, why do you remember that? Were you in it somehow? No, no, I wasn't in it. I was going to say, did I not know you were the costume? <laughs> I'm E.T., hello. Yeah, no. Um, no wonder the threesome scene was so good, but seriously, it was a fantastic <laughs> threesome scene. It's kind of bizarre when they're like these, you know, off-the-wall productions, and it's like, there's some good sex in there. You almost like kind of take yourself out of the parody portion, and you're like, oh, it's still a porn. I mean, in all seriousness, I'm shocked that this woman was able to... I mean, E.T.'s dick was essentially, I'm fairly confident, a PVC pipe. And this woman didn't impale (sighs) herself for 30 minutes on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Props to her for not landing in the emergency room. Just like her, I, too, get all my sex toys from Home Depot. I mean, Petco and Home Depot. I mean, if you're ever going to be on a budget and need stuff, go there. I fuck around at an auto zone, too. What can you get there? (laughs) (laughs) those beaded seat covers air fresheners (laughs) yeah Yeah. just hang it off his ball sack there you go smells like new car you can use a steering wheel cover as a condom there you go there you go (laughs) i buy my bras from autozone (laughs) i was gonna say who am i fucking dread (laughs) dread yeah keep me wait who's dread he's a male porn star um i mean i call his balls fear and loathing yeah, uh, what's, he has a, a 13 or 14 inch penis that's as thick as a Red Bull can. It's oh my god, it's formidable. Harrison, the first time I saw this dick, it was a still of a woman holding it, and his dick was bigger than her forearm. Oh my horseshit, that is 
fucking yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you should start an abortion clinic. You just have sex with them, and here's your time. You're not pregnant anymore. <laughs> Do these dudes just like sit on their own dick all the time, like by accident, like when they're on a bus, and then it's just like ah? <laughs> Why are they like, on a bus? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know because the Ron Jeremy gave him advice. It's I don't true. know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The problem with uh, dicks that are that large is they don't get all in, all the way engorged with blood, so they just end up hanging. So only hard. part of it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like was it the low end or the high, no, I guess really? the, the base? Yeah, the high, no, the base. Yeah, the big end is filled with the blood, and then it just can't reach the rest because you figure they pass out. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it's like it's, and then also you can't put the whole thing in a girl or a guy. You can't put the whole I thing know. in, so it's just like you got like six inches left. <laughs> what are you doing with the rest? It's like one of those problems that, like, I feel like is a real problem for these men, but, like, no men sympathize with them. Oh, yeah, go fuck yourself, like, yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, you have that huge dick, fuck you. But they're like, no, I can't, I can only get a quarter of a blowjob. It sucks. <laughs> I, I don't know, it's Ray Romano, but... <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, the average woman's vaginal canal is only about, like, four to six and a half inches. With that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get some uh, some construction workers in there. It's <laughs> like, what, what oh, it? there's more space in here. <laughs> you gotta knock out the supporting beam. Yeah, we can put a patio in the back. <laughs> no, you worry. <laughs> it's not gonna be permitted, but it'll happen. Look, I know Trump was really into building a wall, but in all honesty, I felt like someone knocking out once my, like, uterine wall, I want to say, uh, with a large enough dick. And yeah. you can get fat uterine wall bruising from that. It is not comfortable. So what I'm saying is if you think, oh, no, being a lar- having a large dick, it's great. No, no. As a woman, I'm terrified. Fuck that. I don't want that <laughs> shit anywhere near me. Not at least not that hole. That's why God gave you a butthole. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it just goes up the tube. Honey, mine can't stretch like that. I'm a tight ass <laughs> for a reason, and it's not only in my production value. <laughs> I can't do it. You need more rectal confidence, madam. <laughs> the worst part is I've dated guys that like have stretcher buttholes in me, and I, I'm envious. Uh, what? <laughs> stretcher buttholes. They, they haven't? Yeah. Oh, so oh, you were like full... Going all the way? Like, I'm, no, 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 I'm, like, pinky in, and they're, like, doorknob in. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's my rule. I'm, like, I can't be with a guy that's better at anal than I am. I'm just, just my pride won't take it. (laughs) I just can't. I mean, I don't know how to improve or better myself, so tips right in, info at twogirlsonmike.com. Tips right, write your congressman. (laughs) We'll forward it to Ted Cruz. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a guy that does not have a massive dick. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I can't get my butthole to be stretchy. So I don't know. Like, what's the secret? Is that something you can work? I mean, I know you can you can get used to anal sex, but is there something that you can just, I feel like it will always just go back to square one, right? Unless you're like working it out a lot. Yeah, it will, because it's a muscle. Your sphincter is a muscle and that's the only part of your asshole that has feeling. The rest of your, uh, once you go past the, the ring, there's no feeling. Your yeah. asshole has no feeling on the inside. So it's about properly stretching that out with lots of lubrication. My tip to uh, people that want to try it is you associate the opening with pleasure. So you put a pinky in there and then you use like a toy or something to associate it with 
pleasure and you think about opening up because it's a muscle. And so like, if you want to open your hand up, you just like think about opening a your hand. Tongue. Yeah. A tongue. A tongue. A tongue. That works. Yeah. That's two and Stuff one. Stuff like that. And then you slowly go to your, uh, your comfort level with size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a whole process. It's more mental than it is physical. <laughs> I wonder if there are guys out there that are like, oh, I'll never be the like, like I'll always be the intro to anal dick guy, you know, like I want to be the closer, but I always just open the butthole. Yeah, the starter plug. <laughs> yeah, that's just, you know, that, that poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, especially if, you know, a girl is just starting out. If you're a starter plug, then, you know, we can't tell the difference. Oh, yeah. I guess I meant, yeah, no, yeah. yeah Unless you have someone experience in doing anal frequently, then. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I feel seen right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm holding my asshole in with a chip clip right now. <laughs> I think I'm a solid step-by-step person for it. Like, a, a, like I feel like I've known my way around the block in terms of, like, easing, like, for right. a first-timer. Oh, one thing I want to – so, okay. I feel like there's this thing where – Sometimes women think men are going for the asshole unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I think is happening that you guys don't realize is there the like the space in between the asshole and the pussy, you know, that little it's kind of like it's kind of this. The island you know? of Mr. Like, Toys. Island, yeah, it's got a roundness to it. The area is already rather damp. And sometimes you come out and it's like you this is only for the video viewers. Okay, so so this so the assholes up here, the vaginas, right? So you're going there, and then you might come out and then it goes and then it just slips in a little bit. Yeah. And you're not intending to do it, but I feel like sometimes I, I've heard people be like Guys try to slip it in the back door. It's like sometimes we're just like, we literally slip into the back door. Yeah. We don't mean to. It's like trying to refuel a plane in midair. Like there's a a big like margin of error. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. But I, dude, that looks so, if you're not expecting it, that does look super, super painful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Super painful. So. I don't know where to go with this. (laughs) <laughs> there was no <laughs> anal in this movie. There was no anal. Uh, there really yeah. isn't. This is so yeah. important. Yeah. yeah, this is foreplay. I have to say, I don't know, C plus with this movie. I'm going to go A plus with just Evan Stone's character costuming because I felt like whoever did that just like really wanted to put an effort on let's just go all in with let's trying to make it. this white guy look as Asian as possible. I'd give it a C plus. Yeah. Yeah. Better than The Walking Dead, where they literally taped a guy's eyes to make them slanted. Wait, a Walking Dead parody or the real thing? No, The Walking both. Dead porn parody. Oh, wait. Yeah, oh. probably both. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was just, uh, I thought it was really bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to say that. Yeah, no, I thought it was really bad. And I didn't, you know what? I thought I was like, you got to just blow me away with how good the fucking is. For this to get, but you know what I, I did like, I did like how silly it was. I did like the silliness, but I kept finding myself being like, I don't know if I jack off to this, but I do think this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know? it's, it kind of crosses. It's hard to find the balance where you're like, I can still get hard to this and laugh. It's hard to find that balance. Exactly. Yeah. They weren't looking for you to be introspective and to jack off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. There's no, is there a deep, what's the deepest porn you guys have ever watched or been, been in? 
Uh, come on my left foot. Come on my the Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, come on my left foot. <laughs> the, the elephant dick. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> Schindler's fist. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sophie's choice, but not the porn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a star, but it's a bunch of black guys that are reluctant to fuck me. <laughs> oh man! I haven't really watched any serious porns. I feel like. Oh, you know what is serious porn? Blue is the warmest color. <laughs> Have uh, you ever seen that? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I know of it though. Okay, so it's like a really good, like I think it won like one of those big film festivals. But it's like a really good French movie about uh, it's kind of like a coming of age, like woman realizing she's bi or gay. <laughs> but it is. First of all, it's like a really good movie. Like it's good, and then like the sex scenes are—they're so, just sex for like you know thirteen to eighteen minutes, and you're just like, this is this fucking hot shit. It's it's really, really hot. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I I I've never when I've been by myself, I've never not jacked off while watching it. Like if I'm just Weird. in bed watching it. And <laughs> if I've been on a date watching it or like with a, a girlfriend, we've never not had sex during watching it. Like it's, it's that good. It's so hot. Really? Okay. And it's also interesting. Cause it's like, well, at least one of the actresses who's in like midnight in Paris and like, she's the new bond girl. They're like, you know, like you only see them in fucking like Academy Award nominated movies. So to watch them like fisting each other, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, this this is awesome. (laughs) It's like if Julia Roberts fucked like Natalie Portman in like some, but for like 20 minutes. Oh, that was hot. Yeah, Yeah, that that was was hot hot. too. Uh, So I feel like this is a good place to wrap up. Uh, Harrison, what do you have to promote? Okay, so if you want uh, to just follow me on the old social medias on uh, Twitter, I'm Tweety Jokes, and on Instagram, I'm also Tweety Jokes, T-W-E-E-D-Y Jokes. And uh, if you want to check out my podcast, it's called The Sex Symbol Project. I I bring on comics, actors, uh, sex workers, musicians. They tell me if they are a sex symbol, and then uh, they coach me into being one. So, uh, How's that working out for you? I think I'm right. I'm so there. I'm almost at it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, it's it's really fun. So hope uh, I think your listeners would actually get a kick out of that. Oh, and I'm on tour in late March, and you can just find that in, uh, the tour dates on my website. Those will be on my website at harrisontweet.com. Awesome. And we'll link to that in the show notes. And Missy, where can our listeners find more of you? Where can you find more of me? On the street corner. Uh, no, you can find me on Twitter at Missy X Martinez. I'm not doing any shows right now because everything's still closed up in LA. Um, so yeah, just follow me on Twitter. You can, um, and if you Google me, you Google mm-hmm. me, you can find my butthole. I got an OnlyFans if you're into that shit. OnlyFans.com forward slash Missy Martinez. And that's it. I'm very simple. Oh, but we like simple sometimes. Yeah, I'm, I'm cute. You're awesome. Thank you. You guys have been so fun to, <laughs> to pod with. I really appreciate it. You're awesome, Harrison. Thank you for having me on. So head on over to patreon.com slash two girls on mic or two girls on mic.com and hit the support button. Uh, you can also find the show at all places at TGM Podcast. You could find me, Alice, at Rational Blonde on Twitter. I'm not really rationaling so much nowadays. I'm mostly blonding. <laughs> really leaning hard onto that. 
Guys, we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us and make sure to hit the subscribe button. Bye-bye.